Hello, internet. Welcome to Phil. No, that's taken. Uh, hello, my geeks. No, that's taken two. Uh, welcome to the kill count. Dang it. That's taken two. Um, hello, internet. Welcome to gay. That's not exactly taken. It works! Please don't sue us. Any gay, welcome to Random (laughs) Phantoms, where we talk about, you guessed it, random fandom-related stuff. I'm Perseus. And I'm Absol. Our show's- our main focuses on this show are gonna be news updates about Marvel, Dream SMP, Owl House, which spoilers won't be in this episode, and Rick Riordan, but we're not gonna hold too tightly to that. If we want to talk about a different fandom for a day, or we just really want to nerd out about something older, we can do that. Our format is that there's a 10 minute time limit for each topic before we move on to something new, and we'll try to t- bounce between fandoms frequently so we don't just yell about the Dream SMP for an hour before doing anything else. That, however, we'll also not hold ourselves too closely to. Sometimes we'll be really in discussion, so I'll let it slide for another five minutes. Sometimes I'll realize in advance that we need way more time, so I'll intentionally do 15 to 20 minutes on the timer instead, etc. Also, the last segment will be 30 minutes, so we have plenty of time to tangent. Also, of course, this is way too freaking long, Absol. Why did you write it this way? This intro will not be permanent. This was just to make sure that you know what's going on in the future, since this is the first episode. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Anyway! So, our first topic, we both know everything about now, because, well, everything, we both know enough to discuss. Yeah. This one has just finished watching. Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, Perseus got here, we spent a while just chatting, then we watched Tommy's stream, and then literally ten minutes later we started this recording. Emotions were had. Emotions were had, but not nearly as much as when I watched Quackity's stream. Or and, Techno's Yeah, stream. or Techno's. And I must agree as well, that was the case for me as well, except I watched them all the day they came out. Because I wasn't busy or in a different state. Yeah, I was in Texas. Lo siento. Also, major spoiler warning for everything that came out on and around November 28th. Because we that that's what we're talking about. So. Yeah. Anywho, so Rambu. Yeah. Or should I um, say boo and or ghost boo? I'm going to, I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. You are a Greek hero. And I am the disaster Pokemon. We can do this. You're right. You're right, Absol. So, I'm still sad about it, though. I will admit to that. Now, uh, this is confusing for a lot of fans, myself included, because lives... Plural question mark question mark question yeah mark. literally as soon as I watched Techno Stream several days after I messaged Perseus through Discord in our group chat and just said why Sam why also he should still be alive right because that was his first canon death and I said among other things R I P that Ron Boo a Doing more than hinting, more hinting, more direct hinting than I thought I would. I thought I was being subtle about my hinting, and then realized, oh wait, no, I was being very obvious about it. This was not my goal, dear listeners. Yeah, so, not great. We still aren't sure what part 
what part he's going to play in upcoming lore, because we all know what part Ghostbird played. Yeah. But we don't know if that'll be the part that Ghost Boo plays. Because, you know, they were different characters when they were alive Boo and alive Burr. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen yeah. for one I, thing. I honestly find it pretty hard to believe that they will have basically similar arcs at all, just because Alive Burr and Alive Boo are extremely different. For example, Alive Boo is amazing and deserves And the has world. never done anything wrong in his entire life, so write that down. And has also never blown up a country. Yeah, seriously, Wilbur Sut. It was meant to be you... Insert words I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. Editing Absol thanks you. Perseus doesn't edit, but yeah, and <laughs> I'm great at this. I'm great at this, dear listeners. I'm great at this. I promise. <laughs> no, I like I'm this awkward all the time. Yeah, we are this awkward all the time. It's amazing. It's fun. I promise we'll get even more energy as anyway. we go along. Yes, we will. That's just how our brains work. So, anyway, just in case anyone is hearing this and doesn't know about the new lore, but also doesn't care about spoilers, do you think we should maybe, like, explain what happened? Briefly. Do, like, um... I'm blanking on his name. Guy from Ant-Man. A recap like he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but it's been so long since I watched Ant-Man. I won't be able to do the accent. But let's get into it. Okay, so it was crazy, right? So the Packy Lord came out. It was just crazy high quality, right? It was amazing. Yes, it was. It was so freaking good. Now, it was crazy. It was crazy, man. But um, he he was doing the lore, and he was like, ah, Dream's out of prison. He wasn't yet, but um, yeah, he was freaking but, out. But he thought Dream was out of prison. He wasn't. Dream was just in the toilet. But he thought that Dream was out of prison because Sam, for some reason, didn't tell Quackity that Dream wasn't actually out of prison. Whose side are you on, Sam? Anyway, um, Sam? Never mind. If you support Sam, leave. Yeah, if you support Sam, first of all, what is wrong with you? And second of all, uh, leave now. Unless, unless you're part of a system and you are character Sam and you didn't actually, and you don't associate with that, in which case you are welcome to say we don't blame you. Okay. Anyway, so back to lore. So it was crazy, right? He was freaking out. And so he starts teaching and says he's, so he says he's going to go on a trip soon. He's going to go on a trip soon to do things. And so he's, he's training character Slime to, we got the order wrong. He was about to do the visit where Technoblade and Dream were in prison. So he didn't think Dream was out of prison yet. Yeah, but he knew that something could be going wrong, so he was training character Slime. To, you know, lead the country in the case he, you know, didn't live. Yeah. And it was going great. Slime confessed that he did not, in fact, have his 3,000 bones. I thought it was 300. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just bad at words, listeners. I knew it. I words. Also, listeners, if I ever accidentally refer to you as chat, don't question it. Yeah, we do that. I live stream. 
and I often refer to the voices in my head as chat. So it's fine. They're all me. They're all me. They're all me. Okay. It's just my very the very. It's like Sandersides, not DID. It's Sandersides. Sandersides. It's the different parts of me. We got the anxiety, the logic, all that good stuff. Yeah, all that. Did we never list Sandersides as a topic we'd talk about? No, we didn't. Add it to the list, listeners. <laughs> okay, I am going to be adding that to our Google Doc right now. Yes, we have a Google Doc. Yeah, it's pretty common for podcast to- for podcast hosts to have Google Docs or like Word documents or some sort of show notes that they both have access to so they know what to talk about. And don't question our choice of Google Docs, because I know there's at least one person listening to this that thinks Google Docs is trash. Don't question it. Yeah, seriously. It's the objectively best thing to write on. Fight me. Especially if you're going to be collaborating with someone. This is very true, because you can easily share it with other people, as many people as you want, and all of them can write This on is it. not sponsored by Google Docs, I swear. We aren't that rich or famous. Yeah, not remotely. Are we that cool? Yes, but they don't know it yet. <laughs> they haven't gotten the chance to discover our coolness. <laughs> now, um, I have a feeling that we're uh, getting close to something. So let's keep talking before we run out of time. Yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah, back to the lore. So he's training slime. And it's great. It's to great. take over and to become Quackity from Lost Devonis, but not actually. Not actually. And it's going great, and then he leaves. But first we get, and he's about to leave, but first we get a little jump in time. To when Sapnap visited Lost Novatus. Crazy, am I right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, long story short, y- short. You know how Carl has, like, memory issues? Turns out the only thing he remembers about Quackity is that one time that, like, he killed him. For I should really watch Carl, shouldn't I? You should. He's cool. You should watch Tales of the SMP specifically. Long story short, he times travels, and so he has so much information about so many different timelines that he forgets stuff from certain timelines and gets timelines confused. Some, so, yeah. Not great when in one of your timelines you have fiancés, and in every single timeline the characters are similar but slightly are played by the same people but are different people so then you accidentally because they look identical you accidentally maybe call them by you know the name of them from a different timeline and they're and you call your fiance that and they're like who is that and then you're just like oh crap and it's not them actually anyway that was a tangent and a half sure was back to it now uh so yeah Carl's like, hey, why'd you let him murder in our kingdom? Because they went back to Kanoko Kingdom. And Sapnap's like, what do you mean? Uh, long story short, ex-fiancés. Now we're ex-wives. Yup. I had to do it. <laughs> yes, you did. And I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't get there first. It's fine. You'll probably get there first on something. Yeah. I'll probably say absolutely at some point. Ha <laughs> ha. I, one of us probably will, and you'll probably catch it first. Yeah. Yes. Now, to those that most don't likely. know... Absolutely. Need I say more? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Continuing on with the lore. Yeah. So, after that traumatic encounter, 
He's like, Carl, I don't want to ever see you again, blah, 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 blah. Goes back to Las Nevadas. Now it's time for him to go do the prison thing. That plays out with a lot of intense stuff. Technoblade does escape. He thinks Dream escapes. Yeah. He runs back to get, like, everyone prepared for a war with Dream, because... Also, need I remind you of the fact that in the Technoblade POV version of that moment, well, really in the original version of that moment, the Quackity used Techno's line against him. I've got a pickaxe, and I'll put it through your teeth. And then as soon as he said that, Techno was warped away, canonically, three months late, because canonically, Philza can't read. Yeah, fun stuff. Back to the present-ish. Yeah. By present-ish a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. Significantly longer by the time you're hearing this. Yes, but for us a couple days ago, because this is the 3rd of December, and yes, I did get a sweater. At least one of you listening will understand that. Now, back to it. Um, so yeah, he goes back and he's like preparing for the floor, and then Purple shows up and he's like, Hey, Slime and Quackity, come here, I found a chest. Slime opens the chest. They fall down into this thing with lava. I won't get into too many details, but basically Purple just like, Hey, Quackity, give me the revive, revive book. And Quackity's like, I don't have it, man. And even if I did have it, I wouldn't give it to you. And then Purple's like, all right then, I'm gonna kill your friend. Knock Slime into the lava. Quackity jumps after him, is still unable to save him. Slime, gone. But, like, not really? No, he's really gone. There's just a pile of slime. Oh, that's literally all it is? It's literally just a pile of slime. Okay, I was confused because I know nothing about character slime, or real slime for that matter. Character slime is, um, what's the word? Slime? No, for when something is conscious. Conscious? No, it's like a word. <laughs> I'll remember it eventually. But he's slime that's aware and able to do stuff. And then he died, and then I imagine he sort of respawned as just as slime. Yeah, as just a pile of slime and nothing more. But still manifesting in the same body, as far as I can tell. Yes, but just unable to move and talk and insist Ex he's not slime. Yeah, unable to do all of those things, except, except for, at the end of the stream, we see that he wrote out a book that is mostly nonsense, but each page of it has one word, has one single letter highlighted in some way. And that is, and Quackity and, who was it? Well, Quackity and someone deduced that uh, those letters together spell out L-E-G-A-C-Y. Legacy. Which, of course, you know, Quackity had been teaching him about legacy. And how you've got to protect it because it's all you have, it's all you leave behind. Yeah, Wilbur has definitely returned to listening to Hamilton. Duh. <laughs> What if this bullet is my legacy? Legacy. legacy. What is a legacy? It's planting a leaves in the garden you never get to see. We're gonna stop there. Yeah. We don't want... As much as we would love to sing all of the rest of Hamilton for you, uh, we both strongly advise against that. If you want to hear it, 
will do it, but I don't think you want to. Yeah, this is like that Brian David Gilbert moment of, I made an hour-long video ranking every single video, ranking every single monster in Castlevania. Trust me, you don't want to see that. We could recite all of Hamilton for you, but trust us. You, you don't, don't want, want to. to. You don't want that to happen. We'll do it on our own time. Now back to the lore. <laughs> we told you we'd go on tangents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we mentioned that. Probably parts of this are getting cut. Hopefully. We'll see. Editor Absol, please make sure some of this is getting cut. Editor Absol, please. It'll bore them to death before they can listen to all the other cool stuff we have to say. Any gay. Any gay. Back to the lore for realsies. Uh, so yeah, that was Quackity's lore. Now we're gonna get into the real lore. Yeah. I don't mean Quackity's lore is not real lore, but just that it's just really involving Quackity, Slime, and Purple, and... Also, Quack Ace, and also his ex-fiancés. This lore involves everyone. Yeah, so... We're gonna keep it very short and not go into too many details, because we'll go on tangents for every single detail. Yes, we will. So, okay. Start of Technoblade's stream, we see a short video of the day before the stream. Techno is scouting out the prison and sees Ranbu being punched into the prison. And when I saw that, I immediately messaged our group chat, Gods damn it, Sam, what are you doing? And this one was just like, honey, you got a big storm coming. They were, they were talking like that before Sam killed Ranbu. Yeah. I was concerned. I thought they were going to figure out a way to kill Sam. So, basically, then he's like, yo, we got to break Dream out of prison to the rest of the syndicate. And they're like, bet. They go. He gets a dog. Apollo. Apollo. Great. Yeah, Apollo. Amazing. amazing. But don't get attached. Yeah. Anyways, so they go. They go to break Dream out of the prison. It's working out. Uh, They get Dream out. Then they go. And they're going to break Rondu out. But then they find Connery's pants. <laughs> yeah. He's in there. He's just been there. Yeah, he's been there. No one really knows why. Stolen valor. Yeah, stolen valor by pretending to be a military officer in a Chick-fil-A. What valor was there to steal? What war gained someone valor? Seriously, every war in this thing has just been bad. Yeah, there's been no good or winning side yet. So they get everyone out and, and Apollo gets killed. It's very sad. Uh, but then they're breaking out, and then Sam's like, hey, Dream, because, like, half the oh. people are out there. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Dream, hi, uh, I'm gonna take a hostage, and I'm going to kill him if you don't, well, if you don't return. Now, that is a terrible idea on Sam's part, because... Dream doesn't care about people. Yeah, Dream fool. only cares about Tommy's discs and controlling the server. He literally doesn't even care about himself. Yeah, seriously. So taking a hostage is the least intelligent decision? Shut up, timer. Shut up, timer. So basically, and he picked, and of the two other people there, he also picked the worst option? Ronbu? Yeah, seriously, he picked Ronbu. Why did he think that would work? That was dumb. But anyway, like, yeah. Like, you're gonna take a hostage of the two. Techno? Maybe? Yeah. The one that Dream has been seen working with? 
Maybe. Yeah. Instead so, of a literal child. Yeah. So anyway, well, well not a literal right. child anymore. Well, Crap. I, we don't know if his age has changed anymore. That is true. But anyway, yeah. So a literal uh, young one. Yeah, a literal youngling. So anyway, uh, yeah. Kills him. Yeah, just offs him right there, right in front of Techno. Uh, Ron gives Techno a picture of him. Of, 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 of him, Michael. Yeah, of Michael in front of a portrait of him and Tubbo. And Techno becomes a meme when he's later discussing it, saying, I, th- I think I think Tubbo and Rondu were friends. I didn't know they were friends. 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 Such good friends. I am staring right now at my imaginary camera and friends. Friends. Aggressive and theatrical winking. Wink, wink, wink noises. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, friends. Friends. They are as friends as Apollo and Hyacinthus. They're as friends as anyone that history calls just friends. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or roommates, or buddies. So basically, uh, everyone except for Rondu is still alive. Yay! But dreams out, which sucks. Yeah. And now is dream about- is out of prison, and it's time for him for his literal first act out of prison to be drumroll, please, manipulating a child. Yeah. So basically, he vi- he visits Tommy. It's not great. Now we're gonna switch into Tommy's lore. So basically, he visits Tommy, he harasses him a bit, almost kills him. Actually kills him, but it wasn't canon. Yeah, actually kills him, and it was hilarious, and you can tell that it was hilarious and not remotely planned, because they talked about it being not canon. What literally happened was, he was on low health, and then he threw an ender pearl, and that caused him to take fall damage, and that killed him. And then there was an awkward pause where a couple people thought, like, oh, shoot, he's dead. And then he's just like, and that is what we in the business call a blooper. And we're like, oh, thank every god. Yeah. Oh, thank Prime. Oh, thank Zeus. Oh, thank Helix. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I started with the Dream SMP reference, then you went to your Pantheon, so I had to go to mine. Exactly. Now back to the lore. So then he goes and and then through after a little bit more torture by dream, he goes, he visits Phil, freaks out for a bit, uh, finds out that Rondu is a ghost now. Yeah, uh yeah, after that, Quackity goes to talk with Tommy. And they become the latter duo, a name coined by myself. I'm gonna use it from now on, by the yes. way. They become the ladder duo by having ladders of friendship and holding them means that they are buddies. So even if they're yelling at each other, I'm gonna kill you, they don't mean it. Because they're friends. Hopefully that stays true. I'd lo- I think That's so. not gonna stay true, but hopefully that stays true. We'll pretend it is, because I need an ounce of happiness from the Dream SMP lore. Now, go in, a bit, go in quick. Yeah, okay, so, we've already spent way longer in this section than we planned to, so, anyway. And that's about, and then he builds walls around his house, plays Mellow High, yeah. discusses things. Yeah, he builds walls around his house in the style of the Lamanberg walls. He discusses things, he plays both of his discs. Oh, 
and that that's important. Like, I'm not sure it'll definitely end up being important because the discs are always important. They're always important. They must be important. They gotta be important. They are the discs. They're the discs. They are literally the cause of the first piece of plot ever. There's a reason we have lore to talk about. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. So <laughs> that's about all the lore that happens. We find out that if Ghost Boo sings and or dances, he will... And that includes humming. Well, no. Humming is like the... He says, if I start to hum, stop me. Because humming is like the start. If he starts humming, then he might start singing. So stop uh, him before he gets to sing. Okay, I thought it was like, if he hums for an extended period of time, stop him. Hmm. Well, anyways. So, yeah. That's about all the lore we get there. So we're gonna not do much more discussion on that because we don't have the time because that's about a perfect wrap-up. Yeah, it really is, which is good because of how much time we spent on that segment. Okay, so, changing topics, transition time. Let's talk about Hawkeye. But only for a brief bit, and we won't be giving you any idea yeah. about the plot, yeah. because we, we don't have time. Yeah, we won't say anything about the plot unless it comes up in conversation, and, yeah, we will try to avoid tangents, but, like... It's us. Yeah, we, we don't... We call this random fandom tangents. Yes! Yes, we should! <laughs> and now Possible we're already... Name. Possible name change. You'll find out. It'll be in, like, the title of the podcast. Yeah. You'll find out if we decide to change it. Yeah, probably we won't change it for this episode because we've already recorded the intro. We are already getting into a tangent about something with nothing to do with Hawkeye. You, you got. I'm good. Choking a little uh, nectar. Okay. I don't drink water. I'm a Greek hero, man. Okay, so. Her suit. Listen. I'm Ace, but that suit. <laughs> that suit. <sighs> Listen, okay? Women and girls in suits. Okay. Okay, yeah. Exactly. And also men in dresses, but that is not relevant right now. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Oh my gosh, family. Family, family plant, family plant. Yes. Yes, Clint family, which is not a thing in the comics at all. I that was fully made up for the MCU, and it was a really good decision, because now I am going to tangent, but this does relate to the conversation. So, everyone else is objectively more powerful than Clint, but Clint has something to fight for. Everyone else is basically doing it because they're told to. He is doing it because he has a family that he's fighting to protect, and he doesn't want his family or anyone else's family to get hurt because he has that level of emotional attachment that everyone else is so dis- is so disconnected from. Now, motives change as we get into Endgame. Some people gain emotional attachments. Everyone is like, oh, literally half the world. Save them. Yeah. And there's some emotions attached to that. Anyway. So... Marvel hasn't done well with his character much yet up until this point, sort of just making him, like, uh, for the movies, he didn't really get much, especially in Avengers. He was just sort of there. Yeah. So it seems, so far, like they're giving him character. They are, as far as I can tell, and seeing him 
try and fail to both read lips and use sign language once his hearing aid gets broken, but, uh, and how he is like, I really can't talk to you, and then he finds out that it's his kid talking, and oh, that was such a sweet moment, what, that I am not gonna spoil because Perseus hasn't seen that episode yet. Double presentation! That was such a massive voice crack. My apologies. I like when representation happens. Fair enough. And I've been very excited to hear that they were actually going to have Deaf, Deaf Hawkeye. So I'm glad that they're actually doing it. Yeah. And in a way that is better than what I'm not gonna let you tangent onto, Perseus. The, re- the quote-unquote representation in Loki. We're not gonna discuss that this time. Back to the topic at hand. Back to the topic at hand. Fandom gaze, we have two minutes left in this segment. Okay, so, so, I love it. Amazing. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm so, so excited to hear see where this goes. I love all of the characters. Seriously. So, so good. I, I love And, yes, her suit. The suit. The suit. And also, you know, uh, yes, I will dedicate this last minute and a half to talking about Swordsmaster. So, okay, you know, Jack, he is a character from the comics when Hawkeye was first introduced. Because, context, in the comics, Hawkeye was originally a villain, trained by this guy named the Swordsmaster, who was, you know, a swordsman, as the name implies. Very heavily. I wouldn't even call it implying at this point. Yeah, and also, it had this one moment that I'm really amused by, where, in one of his early comics, where Hawkeye says, no, actually, it was, Swordmaster says, arrow tricks aren't my cup of tea, and Hawkeye says, these are no tricks. I just find that moment really amusing for some reason. I don't know, I was like five when I first read it. And then there are no there are no trick arrows, huh? None, huh? Not None. no sort of no. pim particle arrows. No, no pim particles there. No, no pim particles no. at all. No, no, just regular arrows. No acid arrows whatsoever. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Aggressive winking. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ha, ha. Hint, hint. <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. We're not sorry. We apologize, but we also don't apologize at all. You, you should have known what you signed up for. You'll get used to it, I promise. Yeah. If you choose to stick around. And Please stick do, around. If you do, we appreciate you. And Frickin that's all. Quiet, timer! Frickin' timer! <laughs> Covering it up. Frickin' Timer. Well, that's time's up. Okay. I believe so, absolutely you have something to tell. Yes. Now. now I have our next segment. I'm gonna l- let this only be five minutes because this one's otherwise it might end up with way too many tangents. And you all will feel pain. Yeah, you will feel lots of pain because this is a segment I like to call "Let's Make You Feel Old." Real. There are people currently alive playing Minecraft who weren't alive when it came out. What would you like to say about that, Perseus? My soul is hurt. I'm gonna be honest. 
Am I able to play Minecraft? No, I have a really old iPad that I can't update in, even to multiplayer mode. And that's the only access I currently have to Minecraft because, yeah. But still, the fact that there are people old enough to play Minecraft, playing Minecraft, who weren't alive when Minecraft came out, are terrifying. I'm scared of the people younger than I- I'm. I'm scared of Gen Alpha, I gotta be honest, y'all. Those kids are insane. My mom teaches them. They're- in the, I'm scared of anyone younger than myself, honestly. They're terrifying. If you haven't, there is this yet. one really, there is this one really cute kid at my church. And I think he's in like fifth grade, and he loves talking about Pokemon to me because he knows that I also love Pokemon and finds it so cool that there's a big kid who likes his little interest, and that is so sweet. <laughs> Dear listeners, I'm sorry that. Painfully loud noise was me. <laughs> yeah, the these these are noises of oh, that's so adorable. I'm not upset. I'm happy. Now, yeah, I will say um the age group of one year younger than us was uh, permanently ruined for me. So if you're one year younger than us, it, I'm not blaming you individually, but your age group is no good for my brain. But also, the thing is, we're not, we're very intentionally not saying our age. Because, yeah, it's the internet, y'all. Yeah, all we're, we're gonna cool. say is, we're in high school somehow, even though he is a Greek hero, and I am a Pokemon. Time travel nonsense. Yes, because that's a thing that existed in ancient Greece. Listen. Time traveling goatfish be like. Yeah. One of you understood that reference, and thank you so much for understanding it. Listen, listen, listen. If Zeus could turn into any animal he wanted to get with anything he wanted, I can travel in time so I can attend American high school. Which doesn't make any sense at all, but okay then. <laughs> listen, would you like to explain how in your timeline you got to a separate world? That's a good question. You want to explain that, Absol? Well, yes. Actually, I have become quite good friends with Lord Helix after doing so many adventures with all of my Nuzlocks and such. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Cyclone Absol. Do it. I watch it. Yeah, so... And I can. Yeah. Because I am such good friends with Lord Helix... I wanted to see what other universes are like, because he casually dropped in conversation that they exist. So... Because, you know, they do that. So, he just decided, because he's cool, to tick off all of the other Pokemon gods by saying... By mentioning that to me, and then saying that he could get Arceus and Palkia... To work together to send me to this world, and honestly, now I regret it. You regret meeting me? No, I don't, Perseus, but I, I do regret joining the world with all of this happening. Especially here. Also, um, I'm just gonna do a little, little, just a little somber <laughs> moment for a second here, so stop the laughter. Okay. Um... So, our hearts go out to the victims and their families of the very recent shooting in Michigan and anyone who was affected by it. Yeah. We personally cannot help because we are in high school 
But if you need help, there are resources out there. Please reach out. And if you feel like your mental health is in severe danger, we will link various hotlines somewhere. Reach out to someone. It is the best thing you can do for yourself. And again, our hearts go out to you. There's not much more we can say because we could never put ourselves in your shoes. Yeah. And so we're very sorry that that would ever happen to anyone. Yeah. And now, somber minute moment out of the way, the timer chose to interrupt it. <laughs> Frickin' timer. So yeah, after that little somber moment... Time to talk about IRL Ronbu and his eye reveal. Great transition. <laughs> and if you didn't know, um, yeah, he has eyes that we now know what they look like. Because he showed us, and we're very proud of him. Yeah, seriously. I am, I am so proud of, uh, proud of my emotional support ghost. I am very proud of my emotional support tall person. <laughs> he's one of the, I say that because I am... I I am five eight five nine. He's one of the few people I know I know of or know that I can say that about. <laughs> I don't ask me why I'm okay with dropping my height, but not my age. It's unimportant. <laughs> Listen, I needed to assert my dominance. I am taller than some of you. I know for a fact I am. You sound like the mutual friend who texted during this recording. He says that he ate the dill pickle to assert dominance and is furious at me about it. Don't ask, listeners. Please. Please don't ask. We can't go into him. We can't go into talking about him. Why is that how you worded it, Perseus? I was about to say go into, and then I realized he wasn't a topic, so I had to change from go into, insert topic here. We can't go into it. Because he's not it, so I immediately, so I changed the pronoun, and then realized, no, wait, when you change pronouns, sometimes you have to change other words. Perseus, you fool. Listen, <laughs> modern English is hard to keep up with. I, I had to transition from Greek, okay? Yeah, he transitioned from ancient Greek to modern English, but hey, listen, I used to communicate entirely in saying my own name. Phones are weird, man. What do they... How do... <laughs> what? You well, had some technology in your world, right? Yeah, we had the... Uh, we had the Rotom phones. <laughs> Get up! <laughs> Perseus actually just jumped. It lit up without me touching it, okay? You were holding it! I was holding it like this. I never touched the screen. They turn on... When you move them, this is a bad example. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't know that. I've had this phone for as long as I've been here, and I didn't know that. Okay. We've great. spent two and a half minutes talking and have not yet spoken about my emotional support ghost. I didn't fall in my chair. <laughs> anyway, Ron Boo. So, uh... He's in America again. Yay! We love him. We love mm -hmm. that for him. Uh, they're in Florida now. Why are they in Florida? No one knows, bud. <laughs> Why would anyone be in Florida unless they're going to visit either Orlando Studios or Disney World? 
dream and sap nap. Oh. Possibly. <laughs> Why also, are those two in Florida? Dream lives there. I'm. My question still stands. You think he has the money to just move? That's fair, but still. Does anyone. Plus, listen. At least. Well, actually, hang on. He most likely does because the. Uh, because popular streamers like him are usually actually pretty wealthy. Right, I forgot that we're not talking about fellow people. We're talking about rich people. Yeah. I forgot we're talking about rich people. Yeah. A lot, like, a lot of them could probably retire now. If they were. they, though? No, please don't. Please. Don't put that idea in their heads. I don't want to lose them. They could retire now, but that would mean living the life of a regular person for the rest of their lives. And who wants to be regular? That's boring. Normal is a myth. Everyone has issues they're dealing with. We're gonna stop there. Yeah, before we just talk about Perseus Jackson. Why did that kid get my name? <laughs> I, I did because Poseidon's you're kid. because you're cool. Poseidon's kid. Hey, would you rather the Jason have gotten your name? No, I would have rather the Annabeth kid. Okay? Or the Nico kid. I don't know. I don't much like his dad, but he's chill. Cuz he's kind of like me. For the record. He's kind of like me. For the record, Perseus is just constantly flipping their wrist in the limp wrist gesture, if you know, you know. I've learned it. It's amazing. <laughs> now, what? I can confirm for you, because I was there, everything in Greece was gay. <laughs> I well, can confirm I was there. Well, there you have it. We shouldn't need more confirmation than that. We have a literal time traveler from ancient Greece telling you that. And I was a hero. I was, like, the ideal person. I saw someone one time say that Superman is modern America's ideal of a person. You were ancient Greece's model of a person. Duh. Perseus was the ideal human. In ancient Greece. And look at me now. I have blue hair and pronouns. <laughs> yeah, Perseus won't, uh, was a bisexual, muscular Greek dude. And now I'm just a little ace, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Identities change. That was actually true. And if your identity has changed, that's completely valid. Yeah, it's fine. It happens. Yeah, it you happens. are you. People change all the time. Yup. <laughs> he says, gesturing to hair. Which I didn't mean to. <laughs> but you did, and you change your hair so much, it does work. Three minutes left, and we haven't talked about Ronbu yet. Yeah. Anyway, so, yes, he is in Florida uh, with other people. He is um, high revealed. He has the, like, semi-see-through glasses. Yeah, he posted I'm, a pic on Instagram of yeah, them. Yeah, I am so proud of him for the eye reveal. We're so proud of him. He's hanging out with friends. And we love him. He's amazing. He is our emotional support human other than each other. Which <laughs> neither of us are really human at this point. Yeah. So he's that, our emotional like, support Like, I'm human. somewhere between a Pokemon and a full-on hybrid. I don't know. I'm basically not mortal at this point. Well, I mean, you're a, I mean, demi I, I, you're a demigod. Yeah. So he's our 
He's our uh, emotional support mortal. Your dad is Zeus, right? Probably. I mean, he's like everyone's dad, right? Yeah, pretty much. I one time heard someone describe be, describe that being a child of Zeus in ancient Greece was about as limiting as being left-handed. Was about as res- as restricted as being left-handed. Sure, you're not going to find everyone with it, but... But it's not exactly uncommon, either. And you oughtn't be shocked. Yeah. And you shouldn't do what people did to left-handed people. I'm passionate about this because I know someone who is left-handed, and she's cool, and she used to get hit on the wrist whenever she wrote left-handed and told she was the devil. Irish Catholics be like, oh. Yeah, granted, she's uh now in her late 50s, and this was when he, she was in school, so it was a while ago. But still, never okay. Yeah, seriously. So yeah, don't discriminate. I I come from ancient Greece, and I know this. You should know this too, besties. I learned that word too. It's a fun word. <laughs> yes, Bestie. yes, it is. Now, uh, I love how most of this segment allegedly about Rondu was just about us and who we are in more detail. Yeah, pretty much, which honestly, I don't mind because Ronbu has so much lore. Anyway, yeah, so, Ronbu in Florida with people, and I revealed we're proud of him. Also, Bilzo forgot his, um, insulin at the airport and had to get a new one. It was funny. Because when Tomo asked a person if they could get one for him, they said, he said, if not, that's okay. Like, yeah, it's okay. If you can't get it for him, it's fine. He'll just die. But it's fine. It was funny. But also, he's so nice. Yeah. But it serious. wouldn't be okay. Yeah, but he would, got it. He got it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Uh, it, it's okay because he got an insult. It would not be okay, but it was funny. Listen, it's what I would have said. Yeah. Honestly, so would I, probably. Well, actually, that would depend if it were, like, if it was you who needed it. I would probably want... You know what? I'm not going to say what I would do, because... Let's just say I would do what the disaster voices in my head want. And Frickin' timer! Tell you what, I'm just gonna go through a quick thing. Rhonda, we love you. We love you. We're proud of you. Yes, so proud. And we're not gonna say more, even though that's basically just repeating, because we have to move on to something I'm so excited about. I have tickets for it! Yes! No Way Home and the new trailers. But before we talk about the excitement, I've gotta talk about something that is dumb as hell that I saw the other day. And, yet again, not gonna let you tangent onto it, Perseus. Ooh, love dumb as hell. Yeah, so, I saw someone try to use this new, uh, a new clip from the newest trailer to say that, well, Loki and Sylvie being together is not self-sessed because Doc Ock looked at Peter and said, you're not Peter Parker, which apparently confirms that because they don't look the same, they are not the same person. Like, first of all, he was saying that to Peter Parker. He, he is He Peter. said to Peter Parker, you're not Peter Parker. Literally, the only thing that was different is it's not his Peter Parker because he looks different. He is still Spider-Man. And also has a different love interest. Which, yeah. Shout out to Zendaya. We love you. Yeah, seriously. Zendaya, you are beautiful and amazing. And if you are, were around in ancient Greece... People would say you must have been blessed by Aphrodite, and I still think you must have been. Yeah. (laughs) 
getting back to what we're talking about, we're not meant to go on a tangent about modern day celebrities and how blessed <laughs> they are by the gods. Please stop. Now, uh, back to it. So, yeah. Uh, long story short, not a good thing. They shouldn't have done that. It doesn't work. It does Even if it's not self-cest, then it's incest. Anyway, no way home. No way home. I'm so excited. It looks so cool. Multiverse! Doctor Strange. Let's yes. Scooby-Do this crap. Mul- mm. Yes, let's Scooby-Do this crap. Also, what do you think about two possibilities? One, the one that everyone obviously know knows about, Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield showing up. They are possibilities. Will they happen? Could. Could not. There, It could go either way at this point. Uh, I think it'd be cool if it happened, but there are definitely other cool ways to have the film happen without it. So, I won't be too upset either way, yeah. but I will freak out if yeah. they do It would up. be cool. I'll freak out if they do show up. My parents, who have actually seen the Tobey Maguire movies, will freak out even more, and the people who have seen both movies will freak out even more than that. But, yeah, I'll definitely be extremely excited. And... Uh, yeah. And the other thing, what if the <coughs> what if the character Miles Morales showed up? I sure hope so. It's I not going to happen. I can tell you that much because right. It's not going to happen. But, but it would be so, it would be so cool if I it did. I love Miles. It would be cool. It would be cool. It would be so cool if Miles Morales showed up. It won't happen, but it would be cool. Yeah, it would be really cool if Miles Morales showed up, but it's not going to happen because Sony is not going to let the flagship character in the series that they're trying to create with Into the Spider-Verse happen. They're not going to let those two things be cannibalized. Maybe eventually there'll be a crossover question mark? A crossover would be so cool, but if Miles Morales just showed up in the MCU... It would be really weird because um, then Sony would be letting their own character get cannibalized by something a lot more popular. Maybe if Tom Holland's Spider-Man showed up in Into the Spider-Verse? That would definitely be cool. Well, Spider-Verse 2, obviously. Yes. That would definitely be cool. Editor's note. I know that at the time of this episode being posted, the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse has been released. At the time of recording, it had not, and this was already the second time we recorded the episode. I am just very slow to edit. I am sorry. Disney could stand the temporary sacrifice, and Sony wouldn't complain. Yeah, Sony would obviously not complain, and Disney can stand to lose a few hundred thousand dollars. Like, they're gonna make money off of it, too. Yeah. It's not like they're just giving them the rights. Yeah. And then walking away. That would be stupid. Yeah. Even I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. I don't like Disney having all the stuff. I don't like Disney having all the stuff. But, but like, let us keep the other Tom two. Holland, Spider-Man. The other two Spider-Man series got canceled for a reason. Yeah. Let's keep going with what we got. Yeah, because we got something good. And also, stop complaining about how young they all are. Why is that your biggest goddamn concern? What? I'm talking to random people, not you. I know. That's a thing people complain about? Yeah, people keep complaining about how young Aunt May is. Okay, that, that is weird because Aunt May has always been, like, grandma age, not... complain about Peter. Okay, that is weird because he's, you know, in high school. 
Yeah, like, isn't he always in high school? But they're like, he looks so young, and so does Aunt May. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to look young. He is in high school. Sometimes they've done adult in the comics, and I believe the Tobey Maguire version was in college. Yeah, the thing is, though, the way they wrote it in the MCU, it wasn't weird or out of place that she was young. So why is it such an issue? Because they wrote it for Iron Man to, like, jokingly flirt with her. That would be weird if she was classic Aunt May age. Yeah. Unless they aged up Iron Man. Yeah. Which nobody wants. Yeah. I think it probably, well, it might have been better if Aunt May had been regular Aunt May age and they hadn't done that flirting thing, because that is just kind of weird to me. Yeah. But also, like, they they wrote it in well enough. Yeah, it was funny, I'll give it that. They wrote it in, in a way that it wasn't like everyone was confused, it, like, just was clunky and didn't make sense. There were scenes where she should have been old. And the things she said wouldn't make sense unless she was old. Yeah. They made it make sense that she was the age she was. Yeah. It's totally inaccurate to the comics, but it works in the MCU how the MCU was written. Especially because, I don't know, honestly, about the comics and the other films, but I know in the MCU, she's sort of a mother figure to Peter. Yeah. And it would be kind of odd for a mother figure to be grandmother figure age. I mean, she literally looks like she's 90. In most of the things I've seen. That is true. <laughs> a Sorry. nine year old would be weird as a grandmother figure. You mean as a mother figure. As a mother figure. A yeah, normally she is um, more like a grandmother figure. Yes, and in this she's more of a mother figure. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. That Uncle Ben was always his father figure. He mm. always had the parental figure in his Uncle Ben instead yeah. of his Aunt May. Yeah. And with subtracting that, which I'm sure they had their own reasons for, I won't get into that, they made well, it work. Their the reasoning for getting rid of Uncle Ben was, everyone knows his origin story, we don't need to talk about it, and Uncle Ben is only in the origin story. Yeah. So he, they made it work with what they had, and I think it works well. I think you can get over yourselves and just enjoy the gosh darn films without constantly complaining about how bad it is that she's that young. Seriously. How is it affecting you? <laughs> like, are you are you suddenly... Per- what, what? How is it affecting you? I'm, answer me. Perseus is just giving the non-existent camera a completely blank, deadpan expression. Like, where's the... the, the con- Where... Is the logic. Where where are your brain working? That made no sense. (laughs) So, okay. I think now is probably a good time to wrap it up. Because this... Because the timer is going to go off pretty soon. May as well just stop it now. I have a fun fact for you. This is a random fun fact you don't care about. Now, I was not there for this one. But I know about it. So, the Diplodocus is very similar to the more well-known Brachiosaurus. You sure you weren't there for that old guy? Fight me, young one. (laughs) I am the disaster Pokemon, and I am friends with several gods. I I will wreak havoc on you. I am the Greek hero. My dad is probably Zeus. (laughs) Probably. And listen, Hera may not love, you know, sons of her husband, or children of her husband in general. But literally, like, half the gods would, like, 
come to my defense to fight against other gods. They don't like other gods. Okay? They would kill your gods. Are you sure? Yes. None of your gods are omnipotent. Yes. That is correct. But you know Mine are. are. But you know what they are? OP as heck. You know what mine are? Able to travel through dimensions. Do you have a god of death? Do you you have death itself? (laughs) That's fair, but the thing is, I don't need gods to fight on my side. I have 900 Pokemon. Do you have Persephone and Demeter? I'll give it to you that those two are incredibly cool. You realize that half of them would just recruit your Pokemon. Aphrodite is charming as heck. You know what? That's fair. I've got literally all of Greece on my side. I've got an entire country full of heroes. Let's stop getting into this argument. Yeah, let's stop. And actually, let's stop now because we have... But anyway, I say your line real quick, old guy. The Diplodocus is very similar to the more well-known Brachiosaurus, but one distinct difference is that the Diplodocus's front legs are shorter than its hind legs, while the Brachiosaurus's front legs are significantly longer than its hind legs. And I'll leave you with that. Yeah, and I have no idea what any of that means. Thank you. Anyway, Fandomites, that was a long pause, so now we're really off track. But, final topic, Daughter of the Deep. This is going to be half an hour. Uh, prepare yourselves if you've never, ever heard of it before, or something like that. First of all, where have you been? Seriously? Uh, no. No, Perseus. I know you discovered that song on Just Dance. You don't need to sing it! You discovered it on Just Dance. Yeah, that thing on the Wii. (laughs) The Wii, right. That outdated console from about, uh, yeah... That thing is after I came into existence in the Hoenn region. I think that's from, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, that's from the Sinnoh region, which was a couple years after me. Anyway, so, Daughter of the Deep, uh, Rick Reardon wrote about one of Probably the all-time greatest adventure novels. From and quick thing about Rick Riordan, he writes very accurately about the gods. <laughs> you would know. I would know. Rick, on the off chance you're hearing this, good job, good job. And also, earlier you were complaining about the Poseidon kid getting your name. I don't love it, but you did do a good job with the gods and their... Practically daily messes that they let demigods solve. (coughs) Not salty at all. Perseus is currently talking to the sky, probably to Zeus. Listen, listen, okay? Everyone has arguments with their dad. My arguments with my dad put my life in danger. So I have to apologize. (laughs) Listen, he is the literal king of gods. I can't disagree with him. That's not how that works. You don't disagree with Zeus. You don't disagree with Zeus! <laughs> I could use Earthquake on him. He's an electric type. He'd be dead immediately. You think Poseidon wouldn't have done that if it worked? 
Poseidon may uh, be a ground type, but he's also a water type. Yeah. He would have knocked out Zeus immediately if he could have with an earthquake. Zeus is still standing. Poseidon has tried. He has tried. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> anyway. They've been trying this whole time. They all want to kill each other. As we were saying, Daughter of the Deep. It's so good. Yes. I've never read is. the original novel because I don't like reading. I have read. difficult. Yeah. We did. My family listened to the. Listened to Daughter of the Deep on the way to Texas on a car ride and listened to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea on the car ride back. I feel like a diff- the opposite order would have been better. It would have, but we like Riordan more. That's very valid. That's very valid. Rick Riordan, please sponsor us. <laughs> He's not going to, but like, hey, we can dream. Please. My entire bit, all of me, is inspired by you. As you will find out from my TikTok handle. Yeah. Yeah. Hint. Hint. Anyway, back to Daughter of the Deep. Oh my gosh, so good. Oh my god, it is incredible, yes. amazing, oh. so good. Oh, my Helix. Yes, Esther, Esther. my emotional support human. Fictional. My kin. My fictional emotional support human. And my kin. (laughs) Yes, listeners, Perseus is autistic. (laughs) I have a little bit of the tis and besties. A little bit. A little, 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 little bit. Anyway, (laughs) Esther is so amazing, and Top is so amazing, and Socrates is so amazing, it's also amazing, except for Dev, who can yeah. die. Yeah, Dev. I feel like he could get a redemption arc at some point in a later thing, which might not be completely horrible, depending on how they write it. And, like, it's Rick, so it would probably be good. Yes, as long as Rick is writing it by himself, it would be amazing. Yeah. Or, like... And yeah. it depends on the co-author. Like, have you rem- read the 39 Clues books? I've read parts of it. Okay, yeah. Listeners who don't know, those books, Rick did, like, the overall overarching story and wrote the first book himself. All the others were written by different authors, and those stories all still manage to perfectly fit together, and it's really good. And I really need to go back to those books. It's been ages since I read them. Yeah, I should probably, like, actually fully read them at some point. We could do, we could continue with the reading things in similar time periods. Book club! Book club! You gotta do the thumbs up thing! Our thumbs must up. <sighs> Perfect! I have no idea what just happened. Project for later. Yes. Daughter of the Deep. <laughs> Daughter of the Deep. Oh my gosh. This is why we're changing it to random fandom tangents after this. So good, so good, so good, so good, so good, so good. So good. I, can I repeat it more? Physically, can I? Hold on, I'm checking for and a also, character name. I'm checking for a character name. Give me a second. Who is the... Gem. 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 Right. Gemini Tai. Gemini. I feel like there's going to be romance there between him and Anna at some point. Probably. It's set up that way. Yeah. I don't hate it as much as I normally do a forced main character romance. Yeah. Of course, I don't love forced main character romance in general. Obviously, yeah. but for Force main character romance, it seemed to come about fairly realistically. 
Yeah. A little bit of enemies to lovers, which I am always a fan of. <laughs> I'm always a fan of that one. In the tension, often romantic, sometimes a little bit more, but not in this case. In this case, just romantic tension, it provides. Yeah. Lawrence. <laughs> Words. So good. So good. So good. I love this book so much. It. I'm glad I bought it, because that means I can read it whenever I wish. And that will be multiple times per year. <laughs> yeah, that's about what I thought you were going to say. I, I know I was you. debating between per every couple months and every year. And then I decided to make it realistic, because I still have to finish Trials. I still have to finish the, uh... Trials of Apollo? No, the other one. Cane Chronicles. That's the one. Cane Chronicles. Right. I forgot you hadn't finished Cane Chronicles yet. Jeez. Oh, man. Listen, I fe- I got into a reading slump, and then I got this book, and then this threw me out of it, so now I need to start reading again. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, in the non-existent pilot episode, uh, I mentioned that you should read uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, um, and that it's not as slow as, like, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Having now finished it, there are parts that you definitely just want to skim through. The translation that I listened to, oh man, it left out this really weird and interesting paragraph about Kensei grabbing a penguin egg and saving it on the ship, because that's the type of person he is, but it left in the mountains of descriptions of fish. <laughs> My favorite part of which is, I w- I had zoned out because that's how my brain works. It was kind of a boring narrator, so I had zoned out during one of the descriptions of fish. I came back in right as he said, "This description, which may perhaps have been somewhat dry to you." Yeah, no, hmm, buddy. Yeah, yeah, no crap. No duh. You utter and complete fool, why must you drone on like this? Yeah, he said, This description, which may have been somehow dry, is over, except... Then he kept going, then he ended it with etc., and then described the etc. Except, brain clocks out again. Yeah, pretty much. But it also had the cephalopod. And also, uh, the cephalopod. also, if you haven't already I left, said that like tra- like tradition from the song tradition <laughs> from a uh, fiddler on the roof, which is it's a Tradi- good show. Tradition, uh, tradition. If you have not already left because you fear spoilers for either Twenty Thousand Leagues or Daughter of the Deep, which if you're fearing spoilers for Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, bestie, like. I was planning to say this, and then I just completely forgot. I had this whole thing planned out. I was going to say, at the start of this segment, spoiler warning for both Daughter of the Deep and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yes, I am giving a spoiler warning for a book published in 1870, because that's what the internet is like. It's true. It is. The internet will get mad, no matter how old the thing you're spoiling is. One time I had a person get mad at me for spoiling Hamilton. The part I spoiled was how he died. <laughs> I swear, literally the most famous part of his existence. I swear, one time you mentioned that someone got mad on the internet for spoiling the Bible. That happened too. <laughs> Spoiler alert: 
Jesus dies, but then doesn't. It gets confusing for me after that. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was still alive or not by the end. Anyway, as we were saying... Yeah, um, Daughter of the Deep, so good, and, oh my god. Yeah. Also, like I said, spoiler warning, three, two, one. one. The biggest change that Rick just added was, in 20,000 Links Under the Sea, the Nautilus is not an AI. Well, it is now, bestie! Yeah, it is now. There was one line that all three of us noticed was, Nemo said, she's a smart ship, isn't she? Yeah! Because, um, which, the concept of artificial intelligence did not even cross anyone's mind. I'm pretty sure the concept of electronics didn't cross anyone's mind yeah. back then. So, he was, Jules Verne was already making a bunch of leaps just with the Nautilus's existence. If someone had created an AI, then everyone Some would just... Some god would have intervened. Yeah, probably. Heck, the fates would have intervened. The fates would have been like, nope, nope, bestie, you gotta, you gotta stop. It would have been like, it would have been like in the Eternals, everyone trying to slow Festus down so he doesn't give people from before your time access to the steam engine. Before my time? Oh. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure it was ancient Mayans. The Mayans. Oh, hated those guys. <laughs> you say that as if you knew them. Listen, time travel goes both ways. One time I accidentally ended up there. That's hilarious. Tried, and one of them tried to kill me. Then I think they wrote a story about it. <laughs> and then I think they burned the story. <laughs> so, I am no longer welcome there. Which is very rude. I think. <laughs> Because I should be welcome everywhere. <laughs> because I'm cool. Dad, please be proud of me. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Nobody heard that. Everyone heard that, Perseus. Nobody. Editor Absol is gonna make sure everyone heard that. Editor Absol, please. That's gonna be our cold open for the episode. <laughs> no. Any Something. Right. Esther, Esther, uh, Esther, Esther. Yeah, Esther, talk, Esther. Talk, 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 The monkey, the orangutan. The orangutan. Also, my favorite part of it might very well have been, you speak ASL, she signs. He signs back, you, you speak, speak orangutan. orangutan. I want to learn ASL, by the way, dear listeners. I want to. I'm taking it next year in high school. But this year I'm taking Latin. Which is weird, because the teacher keeps trying to pass off my myths as the Romans' myths. I mean, like... Expressing that they are completely and truly interchangeable with no differences whatsoever except for names. Which is not true. By the way, I've met the Romans. Those guys are crazy, man. It's not 100% inaccurate. They did steal all your mythology. But they also changed it. Like, they've got no Athena, practically. Which is super weird, because they have chill. Like, to me, what it seems like, even though I know this isn't actually the case, was Athena was split into Minerva and Bologna, but I know that's not actually the case. I know just, just it's just Bologna is, like, the only truly Roman god out there, and then Minerva is Athena minus battle. Yeah, which is stupid because Athena was so cool. Seriously! Like, she was, like, 
practically the goddess of heroes. How how am I gonna not like her? <laughs> like yeah. she was just so cool. She gave you that freaking shield. I know. I would have died without it, probably. Definitely. Well, you would have been turned to stone. Yeah. Because that, too. that shield was the only way you kept from being petrified. Also, side note: the basilisk is just weaker Medusa. Yeah. The basilisk kills you, or if you're, a, or if you see it through a reflection, the basilisk turns you to stone. What was that shiver? Don't ask. Don't mention that guy around me. That guy was messed up, man. Don't like that basilisk guy. Or that Medusa chick. Or that Medusa guy. Because Medusa, this is so cool. I am going to go on a tangent here that you obviously already know because you're from that time, but the listeners won't. So, in ancient Greek art, the Medusa was always depicted as being a, as a symbol of a hero stepping into manhood or womanhood, which meant that how she was depicted or how they were depicted was a hundred percent interchangeable. Sometimes they appeared to be intersex, sometimes they appeared to be male, sometimes they appeared to be female. It was a hundred percent up to interpretation because it was simply a representation of the hero becoming a, becoming an adult. And another relevant thing is that they were also a a rape victim, and that is their whole stories that Poseidon raped them, and then Athena did the stuff. And now they're a gorgon. In some versions of the myth. In the versions that I have been told, and from what I gathered from brief interactions with those involved. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a very important thing that I have learned is still relevant today, which, so I figured it would be worth mentioning. Because people to this day will get Medusa tattoos to show that they were either a victim or support victims, usually to show that they were a victim. So, yeah. Relevant thing to mention. Yeah. She wasn't just some crazy lady that had consensual sex. That wasn't it. She would not have broken her vow to Athena. Anyway, back to this. Yeah, back to... We keep going on intense stuff. Yeah. Sorry, dear listeners. We, uh, sometimes get a little intense. Yeah. But... So, yeah. uh, Daughter of the Deep. So... So damn good. So good. And honest, I still don't know how to pronounce her other best friend's name other than Esther. Nalina, I believe. So, Nalina. I love her. I love her. I love Nalina. Yes. Amazing. Honestly, I love all three of the main girls. Yeah. All three of them. Honestly, I love all the characters. Except I don't love um, the professor. Whatever. Uh, Hewitt? Yeah, that one. Hewitt. 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 Yeah. I don't love Hewitt. He seems... I mean, I understand his motives and stuff. Yeah. Just don't love some of the stuff he's done. I mean, it's like Dev, or like Tony Stark, Mm. a well-written jackass. Yeah. I'd say he almost... It is not Rick's fault that I don't like him. It is his own fault for being a horrible person. I would say that it is almost uh, Snape-esque, except not written by a transphobe. Yeah, and pretty much. And therefore more well-written, and any ounce of redemption was actually deserved. Yeah. Unlike with Snape. Because he's a teacher who was not great to a lot of his kids, but had a reason for When it. one of your students' greatest fear is, is you? That's a line we gotta draw, bud. 
We gotta draw a line there, man. You can- no. No. Just no. Yes, seriously. Don't do that. That's like the opposite of your job as a teacher, bud. Yes, seriously. Ya fool. And yes, I have read Harry Potter. Yes, I did understand the singular Harry Potter reference. We're not going to talk about it any further, just as they did not discuss it in the book. It is unnecessary to the plot. Yeah. So, I love it so much. I feel like we should, like, together read the sequel to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. You mean... Oh, the Mysterious Island, yeah. Yeah, the one that centers around Harding and Pencroft. Yeah. I I thought you meant, like, when the sequel to Daughter of the Deep comes out, we we should read it together. And I was like, yeah, doy. Yeah, no, we're obviously doing that. I feel like we should, though, read The Mysterious Island. I feel like it'd be interesting. After I read yeah. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I feel like it'd be interesting to hear. And also, it was really cool how the two how how the two schools, technically, they were representative of Harding and Pencroft and Nemo versus Aranax and Land. Yeah. But... From, they were actually the two sides of Nemo. And I like the whole yeah. thing of what if you don't need to be either side of Nemo. Yeah. What if you need to be... Dev thought he had to choose, and that's where he went wrong. Anna could become her own Captain Nemo. The one that's, you know, good Yeah. at her job. And also, like, seriously... Captain Nemo seriously is so cool. I'm just going to tell you one line, because I feel like you've got to have heard at some point, and it so perfectly gets at who Nemo is, and also it's from really early in the book. It's barely a spoiler. Mm. Professor, he said, I am not what you would call a civilized man. I have done away with civilization for reasons that are mine and mine alone to understand. I am no longer subject to the rules of society, and would therefore ask that you never address them before me again. So he's a Technoblade, Kenny. Yeah! Yeah, he is! (laughs) Sounds kind of anarchist to me, But if you join the Nautilus, things can get a little more fun. Leans into microphone. Join the syndicate. Anyway, I love how they make name themselves after people and gods I knew. I think that's pretty chill. Yeah. Especially Apollo. He was pretty chill for being a god. Except for the whole creepy thing he had with women. That was a little yeah. weird, but all the gods had it. Yeah. The creepy thing he had with women, and also the creepy thing he had with men, because he was by far the gayest of gods, and that's saying something. Yes, it sure is. Although I will say he seemed to be, in most cases, less creepy with the guys than the girls. True. But also, I love the fact that the actual explanation that I first heard for why your time was so gay is, What's manlier than two men? So true. (laughs) But also, it's literally just, nobody gave a crap. Yeah. We had no reason to give a crap. There was no Jesus yeah. telling Frickin us not to. Heracles was one of the biggest models for queerness, and and one of his boyfriends is still one of the people who is actually to. Uh, I'm trying to remember this. Uh, is still one of the people who like 
I remember this. In ancient Greece, at least, people would go to worship, not even worship the gods, worship those two, because they were relationship goals. Hashtag goals. Really, man? You gotta call me out that my rival had a better love life than me? <laughs> Listen. I may have been the ideal Greek god, but apparently nobody wants the ideal Greek god! <laughs> And now, I'm just gonna tell you, now I'm just gonna remind you of, we raise our cups to Orpheus. That guy, oh my, not that guy. The guy who was told, don't come on too strong, and his response to that was walking up to the girl he liked, and having never spoken to her before, said, come home with me. Who are you? The man who's gonna, gonna marry, marry you. you. Like, bro, deep breath in, deep breath out. That's the literal definition of coming on too strong. How did he actually get a romantic partner from that? I don't know. And yet, I couldn't get anyone. <laughs> well, I mean... Like, nobody that was, like, successful and stuff. Well, I mean... successful you, with a hero. I mean, you married a princess... Bold of you to assume that lasted. I'm a hero. They don't tell you the ends of our stories. They cut it off. That's fair. They c- I am a divorced man. <laughs> she took all the money I had left. <laughs> and she took the dog. <laughs> the dog. She took the dog. El Lupo, which is Spanish, but close enough to Latin, which, like, Whatever. <laughs> Copycats, those darn Romans. Why does everyone like their language better than mine? Because it's easier and the basis for mo- many modern day languages. So what? Because if you understand ancient Greek, you can read the Bible. If you understand Latin, then you can learn any Romance language. So? Greek is fun. We have fun letters. Anyway, as we were saying... Listen, it's not... They stole our darkness. Passing them off is completely original. They barely even worship. They literally changed our gods to fit them. The gods literally had to change, because they gotta change based on what people think of them as. Because it's freaking stupid. Bro, why you gotta do that? Mars can turn his grenade into a pan. Yeah, that was a bad decision, by the way. Whoever came up with allowing him that... (laughs) One time, I was in their office, because they had an office at one point, and he was just bored, and so he took his pen grenade and turned it from a pen to a grenade and exploded it, and I almost died. It was stupid. They keep forgetting that some of us can die. A little bit. Like, not all of us are literal gods. Mars, and Ares, or whatever. Speedrun this, it's so good. Yes, it is. I adore it. I it's so amazing. It is like one of my favorite books I've read recently. I will admit I do Yeah, you haven't read many books recently. Yes, and also I do personally have to say I prefer the Percy Jackson and various mytho some of the various mythology series to this. 
specific books from various mythology series specifically. Yeah. I mean, like, like, to me, I prefer the Kane Chronicles over anything else Rick has written, because that was the first series that I read, I have a lot of emotional attachment to it, and I just had a long time reading it. Um, and I just have nostalgia for that and the original Percy Jackson box. I have nostalgia for you. Not nostalgia. I have the most emotional attachment to Heroes of Olympus and uh, Trials of Apollo because Nico. Yeah, because Nico. That is Listen, fair. If, this, if that kid were around in my time, uh, he would have done well. He's yeah. Done so well. And Hades, why'd you gotta do him like that, man? Why'd you do him like that? That was not nice. And to the freaking robot thing that killed his sister, freaking face to stop building that stuff. You're you killed a perfectly innocent little girl with that. Like I know you didn't do it, and it was like actually a little bit of their fault or whatever. But still, what was she? Ten? Eleven? Uh, Fourteen. Younger. Nika was 12 in that book. She was older than him? Yeah! I forgot. Yeah, she's his older sister. I thought they were twins. They acted like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I believe she's two years older. They acted like twins, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, sorry about that, listeners, if any of this actually gets to your ears. Uh, we had to stop the recording for a sec, because neither of us could remember how old Nico and Bianca were, and we, and I had to check that. As it turns out, Nico was like 10 and Bianca was 12. Yeah. So yeah, by the way, people who ship, ship him with Percy, stop. Just stop. I'm not gonna say more, just stop. And also, just Apollo's internal monologue upon finding out that Will had a boyfriend was so amazing, it was entirely an afterthought. He found out that his kid had a boyfriend instead of a girlfriend, and after talking about it for a little while, he realized, hang on, you probably want my opinion on the fact that my son had a boyfriend instead of a girlfriend. Well, I don't care. He should have just said, like, you never heard of Hyacinthus? Like, uh, never? I mean, like, I hadn't at the time, but I was also in, like, fifth grade when I read it. It's a valid point. Maybe sixth. I had done zero research into the mythology. All I knew was the literal picture book that my dad read me when I was young. That's fair. And the, and the stuff that was already in Percy Jackson before that. I will admit, I was obviously around when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I can see why he liked Hyacinthus. <laughs> it, it was kind of hot, okay? Perseus, you are so gay! Shush. Listen, listen. He wasn't really my type, but he was hot. He was hot. Admittedly. Hang on, you just said not your type. It was an intentional choice, by the way. I don't say these things on accident anymore. I'm precise with my words sometimes. I knew. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't hit me with a hardcover book, please. Both my head will get damaged and the book will get damaged. I'll hit you with, with my Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> Cheez-Its are one of the 
worse inventions that humankind has created since you, uh, you started time traveling. I disagree. <laughs> Listeners, now Perseus is just aggressively eating cheeses to prove me wrong. How did we get here? <laughs> Fine, I'll try one. <laughs> Goldfish and Pringles are simply better in every way. I once again must disagree with you, but I feel as though we'll get nowhere here. So I will cease the discussion to go back to Daughter of the Deep. Yes! Oh my gosh. The ship. The music. Yes. I wonder what... The only song I can play on the piano is Ode to Joy. I wonder what would happen if I just played Ode to Joy. Oh, also, one thing. Like I said, I listened to this. It is the best audiobook I have ever heard. Not only was the narrator fantastic, but it had music. For people who don't listen to audiobooks, they don't have music. Like, ever. Maybe they'll have a little bit at the start and end, though that though even that is optional. They never have it throughout the actual book. This had it throughout the actual book. When there's an exciting moment, exciting music happens. When it's mentioned that she is playing a song, that song gets played. I wonder what would happen if I played my Chandrayaan melody. I think we would both be ejected. <laughs> yeah, probably. Unless we, like, revived. See a man with like no face Move like ghosts with no trace What's their plan? What's their plan? Chandrian Chandrian Back to the topic at hand. Yes. We've got we went so off topic with this one. It always happens with the final segment. Yeah, that's why I specifically made it to be 30 minutes, and now it's gone almost 40. So we're going to wrap it up here, because we don't want to torture you too much, dear listeners. Yeah. So basically, yeah, it's a great book, great plot, great writing, great if you characters. Ha- if you haven't read it, and you're somehow still around, you gotta read it. Now, I will admit, I understand if you're just waiting for the library nearby you to get it, because you don't want to pay for Yeah, it. that is very fair. That is completely fair, but once you have access to it, we highly recommend it. Yeah. Rick Riordan is always as is as always great. He writes great characters with great depth to them, great plot that makes sense. There are very few plot holes in any of the books I've read of his. Yeah. And those that are, I can explain away in my head. Yeah. And also, another thing, like I said, best audiobook I've ever heard. If you can if like me you prefer listening to audiobooks. Or you can just tolerate listening to them. I highly recommend that you pick this one up in audio form. Because it is so good. And if you feel like it, get the get the physical copy and the audio. Listen along as you read. Might help enhance the experience. There are some words in here that aren't automatically going to be easy to pronounce. Yeah. That's why or, we have the book in front of us. Yeah. Or in reverse, words in here that aren't going to be automatically easy to spell if you hear them. Hence the book again. So we have it in front of us right now because I bought it. Yep. So yeah. Also, side note, just really good cover. All of Rick's books have really good covers. I know. 
Yeah. And also, in case you're wondering about it, because this is a valid question to ask, although if you know Rick Riordan, you hopefully know the answer already, the representation in this book is good, as far as I can tell, very good and accurate representation. There are people of color, there are... I, I, I don't think it's referenced much, but I assume there are queer people in here somewhere. There yeah. are... Neuro, there's a neurodivergent character who is very accurate from what I can tell, yeah. seeing as I heavily relate. Yeah, and I'm just like, welp, because I'm pretty sure I'm neurodivergent, and I'm just like, welp, I check out on all of those things, just not quite as strongly. And I'm like, well, so all of my feelings are equally strong, I just don't get to act on them because I will get punished. Check, 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 check. Dads are great. <laughs> Yeah, he just did a thumbs up and a clearly fake, pained, but trying to be happy expression to a camera that, yet again, doesn't exist. I should be on a reality TV show. I'd be great. I'd be great. (laughs) I would do great confessionals. Anyway, so... That's a wrap-up, because... We are out of time. That book slam was so gosh darn loud. Yes, it was. So, this has been the first exciting episode of Random Fandoms, soon to be Random Fandom Tangents. If you want to find more of us, I'm on YouTube as Cyclone Absol. Perseus is at that damn demi, spelled that, D-A-M-D-E-M-I, on TikTok. And that's been that. So until next time, Fandomites, be gay, do crime! Bye!